Hey, this is Casey. I play Dora. I'm Chris. I play Baldrick. Or Evan. Fuck! I'm Chris. I play Evan. <laughs> I'm Ben. I play Paco. You know. Oh, hey, it's Mitch, and I play as Nick. I'm Elena, and I play Ayana. Uh, and I'm Riley, and I'm the DM. So, uh, last time on Corners and the DM, you guys won your uh, your very first, not your very first, you won the tournament, the entire tournament. Why, why do I keep saying your very first? You won You won the tournament. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, actually, no, not even that. Uh, you, the, it was cut from the podcast with the extra dimensional side quest. But, yeah, you guys won, you guys won the tournament. And you guys are, are uh, currently getting your rewards. Uh, someone's going to need to tell Casey exactly how much money that was because I don't remember. Uh, Wait a sec. I think it was 3,500, I think. I think that, that is right. It was a lot of the it money. Was a lot of, it was a lot of cash. And that is notable to me because I get the um, health drain sword that heals me when I stab. Speaking of which, when we start, I'd like to kind of beeline for that magic shop. Uh, fair enough, but other there's some other things you want to get to. I'm sorry if there's a second screaming child in the background audience. Uh, my nephew's here, so that that that'll that'll be what that is. So you've noticed these small tremors that that have been happening. Nothing too worrisome, but uh, this this tremor that happens is a little more intense, but nothing bad really happens. Uh, but. In fact, you guys probably assumed that it was, it was just the audience cheering for you as, as you guys uh, claim your victory. Um, but before we do any any scenes like specifically, uh, Ayana, you wanted to lead Greg off somewhere, correct? Yes. <laughs> this will be fun. Um, is that correct, Elena? Yes, it is. Okay. So uh, where where exactly are you taking Greg? Um, I believe would be the uh, it would be the garden that her father has. That that her her uh, her father has has an herb garden on top of his magical shop where oh, he so uh, take herbs. I got it. Where he where he was trying to grow some some herbs or potions, but it didn't really work out. So no one ever really spends time up there except for Ayana. Uh, yeah. Who uses this place to contemplate? And you leave Greg there, and it's it's a it's a fairly small place. It, the the shop's not large. There's not a lot of room to build buildings down here, so the shop itself isn't large. Uh, but the, the therefore the garden on top also isn't large. But uh, you you guys find a nice place to um to sit down beside this uh uh this this uh ember heart urn. Or, uh, ember heart herb, which uh, the roots of which can be turned into a paste that is great for healing burns, uh, but it's extremely dangerous if you just eat them. So don't do that. Yeah, you may die. But uh, it's... it's a very beautiful plant. Yeah. Note to self: Don't eat the pretty plant. It's a very yeah, beautiful you plant. Yeah, die. It's stem and leaves are this bright red that, that looks very beautiful. Uh, and you two are sitting. Uh, standing. There's really not room to sit. You guys are, are, are there. And uh, Greg, Greg's like leaning against the wall 
and in the light, it really accents like his scars along his arms and face. Uh, and he, he asks you a question, he says, so I've been meaning to ask, your magic is strange, is it not? Yes, that's one way to put it. I was, uh, I was wondering if you could, um, if you could tell me a little bit about it. I've always been interested in, in magical stories. You don't have to if you don't want to. Oh no, it's it's completely fine. Um, well, there was the time I well, there was the time I accidentally turned my childhood crush into a sheep. That's pretty bad, <laughs> Mitch. That's staying in, what? just just so the audience gets to gets to feel that. Oh, Mitch, that sinking feeling in their gut. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so Greg says, a sheep. How did that happen? Um, well, I was going to go talk to him, and, uh, I, uh, I, I tripped and fell, and, uh, one thing he was, one, one minute he was a person, and the next, uh, he goes, bah, you know? Uh, Greg, Greg kind of chuckles at that and says, I, I hope things turned out well for him. Ah, uh, uh, well, he's still a sheep. Okay, that's not great. Isn't that basically but, murder? Uh, still alive. He's still alive, he just runs in and out of her house, it's fine. Uh, but he, um, he, he leans back and says, I mean, I can't exactly judge you for, for turning someone into a sheep. We've all got bad stories of things that have happened to us. But, but thank you for sharing. Uh, you're welcome. Um, do you have any stories? Uh, more, more than I could count. I, I've, I've sort of gotten into a pattern lately of finding lives that, like, like finding a life for myself that I'm very proud of. And then it all getting ripped away. I, I grew up as a farmer. And when bandits attacked my village, I joined them so that they'd stop killing my friends. Uh, when those bandits were killed, I left and joined another group of bandits that were turned into a group of uh, goblins and working with somebody else. And then once I lost that, I was traveling with these people. And then I started blacksmithing. And then these people exploded my store and may have also killed my boyfriend. But that's all in the past. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about the last part. It's fine. I've... It's been a while since it happened. Uh, and, and uh, as he says that, uh, there's another tremor. Uh, and he trips forward and you fall back in the same direction. Uh, and you end up leaning against the, the fence, and he lands directly in front of you, uh, but he's, he catches himself uh, mere inches away from your face. Oh! Yeah, he, he backs up and, uh, and blushes a bit and says, we, we should get back to the others. Yeah, and she's just kind of hiding her face. 
uh, and as, as he as he walks back uh, to the exit of this place, he uh, looks back at you and says, "It was nice talking to you." And then he uh, he heads down the stairs. The fire escape, which it's it's wild that any building would have a fire escape. Now that I think about it, here it's yeah, so far underwater. underwater. Well, I, I mean, I, on a certain degree, I get that. But on the other hand, if you let the water in to put out the fire, you're probably just going to kill everyone. Well, yeah. yeah. So when did this campaign become a romance novel? When Greg walked in the door. And oh, Greg yes. and yes. Ayana met eyes. All yes. Right. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys regroup. Uh, do you actually run into Paco downstairs? Yeah, uh, you can find me. He's just leaving this door with a new enchantment in his, in his sword. Yes, I now gain health by stabbing, rendering Paco entirely immortal. Yeah, I'm going to send you the uh, added stat to add to your sword there. Uh, Don't worry, he won't stay this overpowered for long. At, at some point, Baldrick wants to see if, he can't, if T can't do that spell so we can ask questions about the relic. When I mentioned the one uh, yeah, you, about her last episode, uh, you guys, you guys can do that in the hotel, uh, at, at night. But uh, before that, is there anything anyone else wants to do on the town, out and about? I haven't found anything really interesting. Bye. So I'm good. No, not really. I'm I'm good too. I'm fine. Yeah, I imagine Iona's just gonna spend her the, the rest of her day hiding the the washing she's doing. Yes. Um. Actually, before before we do that, um. Do I see anything strange around town, like cracks, shape, uh, tears, stuff like that? Uh, after the the last tremor, the one that uh knocked Greg into Ayana, uh, you notice there are some like cracks in in like pillars and stuff, but nothing too bad. Okay. Uh, so you guys, you guys go to go to bed for the night in the hotel. Uh, T knocks on the door to your bedroom. Uh, you have a separate bedroom from everyone else. You're the only person with your own bedroom. I am not surprised. Everyone else separated between uh, between two other rooms. Uh, but T T knocks on the door to your room, and you let her in, and you prepare this ritual to, to ask uh, these questions. So, uh, what are the questions? And I will hit you back with some yes or no answers. I believe you get three, three yes or no questions. And if the and if a yes or and it, quiet, buddy. And it does say in the spell if, if a yes or no question would be too misleading, you can answer over a short phrase, but only if yes or no is misleading. Okay. So, my three questions is: Is it true if we take the relic that the town would sink? Uh, you get depends on the relic. Well, that's depends on the relic. That's actually very useful information. I could not, yes or no, would have been too misleading there. Yeah, I know. I should specify which relic. <laughs> Besides the relic we're searching for right now in this town, is there any other way to keep the town from being flooded by water? No. No. Fuck. Is. I feel like this is a redundant question, but is there anything that we can use to replace or to specifically charge the dome around 
the city instead of the relic? Is there a relic or something else that we can do with that? Uh, it, it it responds with no. Uh, but then you actually get another answer. Uh, that that says um, the relic that you were offered is not the relic you will want to take. You're, you're surprised when when you hear that. Ah. Because you weren't expecting any more cryptic clues. So that means there's poss there's two relics possibly here. Okay. Oh, that helps. I I am after that. I I thank T very much for doing this. Uh, she she says like, no problem. Uh, and then and then she leaves. As I'm closing the door, as she leaves, I also thank her for being one of the few people in the group that don't seem seemingly openly distrust me. Besides the fact that I'm just a criminal, she at least tries she, uh, some type of night. She chuckles and she looks up at you and says, "I'm I'm dating a goblin. If I trust like if I trust people as far as that character, then I would not <laughs> that relationship would not have survived." And then. And then she, then she gets, she just leaves. Alright, I close my door, and then I go probably asleep. See, there's nothing else to really do. Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys sleep, sleep tonight out. Uh, and you're woken up a, a few minutes early, uh, than when you usually would, uh, by another tremor. Um, this one isn't as bad as the last few have been, but it, it's still noticeable. Uh, so you guys get ready to go to the palace where they're keeping the relic, where you'll get to to use your one wish. And uh, is it safe to assume that during that morning, uh, T and Evan have shared the information they got from the questions? Yes, I, I, I at least do share. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure T would as well. Yes, if, if you said no, I, I probably would have said T definitely would share. So... Should we talk about what wish we're gonna get? It's gonna be destroy, uh, Mr. McFuck, right? Mr. McFuck. Well, far, I can't remember his name. Well, from from what I've understand so far, is we might not even get our wish because apparently the relic, at least the relic, whatever relic they use for the wishes, they use to keep the city, a city. But apparently, the relic we need. Isn't that relic? It's, it's somewhere else here that we need to find. But don't we still get a wish? That, well, that's up to the that city. Kill we might not everybody get it. in the city. So you guys make your way to the to the palace, and it's this large like building with these large like intricate looking pillars that all depict scenes of like this great flood that happened that sank Ogden Barrow uh, and this great battle that, that led to it. Um, and uh, uh, you guys are just under some of these, some under the ceiling these pillars, that these pillars are supporting uh, when you are approached by uh, a few members of the council, one of which is your mother, uh, Tora Rose, and she runs up and uh, hugs her daughter. Uh, she hugs back, obviously. Says, I'm so glad to see you survive. And not only that, you didn't do too bad out there. I'm so proud of you. 
Thank you. Safe, like I mean, said. well, that was more case for you simply eating everybody who could possibly stab her. But yeah, pretty much. She does look at Evan and says, "Remind me not to get on your bad side. Those teeth look very sharp." Only when I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> uh, fucking sharp teeth, sharp teeth, silver tongue. That's Evan. Yeah. <laughs> That's your next. Uh... Yep. That's your next nickname <laughs> right name there. Now. Silver Tongue. One of the council members says, usually when uh, when a tournament is held, they are able to grant one wish. Uh, sadly, we are going to need to use that wish to maintain the, uh, the bubble above us. Uh, however, we have quite a large treasury in, in the palace as well, in the same area where we keep the relic. Uh, and while we ask you not to disturb the relic, You'll be able to take whatever you want from there now. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, um, as we're talking, I'm gonna describe what, what, what the relic we're searching for. It was a box, right? The one we're currently searching for. It's a, a box with a, a a painting that is depicting an old forgotten god. I believe that's how I have it described. Actually, I think I remember. Oh no! Oh no! This was a dark chalice. That's what this was. A dark chalice. The was the nice. chalice that was under the sea? Yeah. Who lives in a dark chalice under the sea? I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kinda describe the chalice to the council members and see if, and tell them if they, if, they very, if they have anything like that in their treasury. As best as I can, that is. Yeah, he cocks his head to the side. And says, strange, a relic like that was brought in just under a hundred years ago. Uh, as as far as the stories go, uh, from uh, an elven woman, who a blind elven. Blind elven woman? That's blind as an elven bat. Do, do, you, do you perhaps, is it in the treasury? Or is it somewhere else? You, do you guys can feel free to take it? Yep, we're looting that. Grab the chalice. Uh, well, you guys start to make your way to the treasury. When all of a sudden, this massive tremor hits. And the, uh, the, the Everyone in the council falls, and one of the pillars just breaks. And this large piece of debris lands directly in front of, and then topples onto Nick. Holy shit! <laughs> oh no! That's not how I expected uh, So, first of all, Nick... Um... Okay, so take uh, 20 damage, Nick. Oh, fuck. Uh, and... Uh, you are pinned under the giant boulder. This giant like slab Black. on you. Do I have to make a strength check to try to get myself out? Uh, you can. You can. Uh, I'll try to do that then. I'll try to do a strength check to see if I can get myself out from under this. Is the feast table? <laughs> it's a pretty big pillar. I don't know. It'd probably be a high roll. That's why I'm going to the feast table real quick. <laughs> Which is the nickname right now is what nickname do you want? I know, I saw that. Uh, I rolled an eight, so yeah, I'm not doing well. I know. Uh, you're not you're not doing great. Uh Evan, Greg actually like motions for you to come over and he starts trying and lift it and uh Do you also help trying to lift it? Yes, I'm gonna polymorph I'm gonna polymorph myself into a giant ape and help lift that. Because that would be much better. Oh boy. Okay, uh, Nick, again, you're gonna make a strength competition or strength strength test. Uh, this time the 
The DC is lowered and you have advantage. I will say this. A giant ape's strength is 23. <laughs> Alright. That's another wow. 8. Holy moly. Okay. I swear to God. Wow. Ten. Hey, look, that's a little better, and I think it's like plus two or plus three, because it makes sense for it to be plus two or plus plus three because you're half orc. Uh, so you you crawl out of there. Uh, alright. But your leg is broken. That fucking and, sucks. Probably uh, legs so, broken. So T and Greg pick you up to uh to carry you around. Uh, yeah, that was disabled, isn't it? <laughs> but that Did was a near death experience. Magic? What? Didn't you say magic was disabled here? No. No? I thought you said something like that. Sometime. I've never said that. I must be thinking of the toy maker. Yeah, yeah that was the toy maker where magic was disabled. Magic restricted. Wow. Well, you guys I'm are uh... not looking too hot. And everyone else is fine. You uh, are really hurt. Uh, twenty damage yeah, is a man. lot of damage. Just yeah. take. Like a really champ. So you uh you guys make it. Uh the they're like, hurry we need to hurry. Uh and you guys go to the um to the chamber. Uh and this chamber is, is very beautiful. It is a, a like painted this very beautiful, like aqua blue. Uh, and you don't know where the light in it is coming from, but it seems like every surface is lit. Uh, and there are just it's piles of money, and up front there's a podium with three relics on it. One of them is the chalice, the other one is this orb that one of the counselors is already up to and, like, rubbing and doing some ritual. And the other one is a, uh, uh, it's, it's nothing too important looking, it's just like a, a journal. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you guys obviously take the cup while they get this ritual set Papa up. Takes the journal. Uh, Ape, anyone else want to try Ape and take anything else? Journal. I said it first. Uh, I would like to take other stuff from the room. I, I said that I was taking the journal first, Chris. I was to say that as well. <laughs> uh, why don't you two make a dexterity check, or dexterity competency and grab it first? Uh, I'm a giant ape right now, still. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode. Can you beat a 19? No, not of an 8. And I don't have as high dexterity as I normally do. But I am a An innkeeper's rolling 8 today, huh? Not yeah, for me. Likes eight. Really enjoying rolling 8s today. Apparently. Yeah, Nick the Cripple, as he's called these days. Seeing those 10 Paco beat me in the dexterity roll, when he grabs it, I'm just going to snort at him, roar at him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to threaten him with my 8. Body. I want now, now my nickname is. Uh... And I suppose I'll roll against your intimidation. I don't think you're going to beat that. Big old monkey versus turbo chicken. Question is, Riley, as an ape, do you want me to use my charisma or my strength for my intimidation? Because the ape technically doesn't have a, a persuasion or intimidation bonus. Uh, we'll say since he knows that you're not actually a giant ape, we'll use your, uh, not strength. The other Charisma. 
Nope. And that's a critical fail. He trips. I kick him in the head. He does like the, the he does he does the chest pounding and then he trips. <laughs> he, he reels back on his legs to do chest pounding and just falls backwards. That is the second time Paco has robbed me of something that I wanted. <laughs> Okay, so doesn't know how to gorilla. If you want it that badly, you should explain to... to me why instead of trying to steal it from me and then intimidating me when you fail. We try and steal it from you. We both went for Yeah, but I did it first. Okay, <laughs> you get the journal of General Pharaoh. Interesting. Transforming back into Evan. Is there anything else in the room I can see with my magic eyes? Or no, nothing besides the relic. Uh, no, the relics are the only thing generating any sort of magical. Uh, you and Nick both detect that. Uh, and th there's a bunch of gold. I'm assuming you guys are gonna take a bunch of this gold. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll someone. Take I'll take some gold. <laughs> someone grab a handful of gold for me. I'm gonna say you guys each grab uh three three gold bars. Uh, each of which will sell for 300 gold pieces. So add 300 gold. Yeah, essentially add 300 gold per the three gold bars, so 900 gold each. Damn. That's a lot of gold. We got one of the, uh, we got one of the rest we need. It's not the most important. And the, the tremor seemed to have stopped after uh, it was actually Tora Rose who, who made the wish to uh, keep the city underwater for you know, as long as the relic will oh, hold. We're fighting over a journal nobody noticed. Yeah, can can he not uh, be specific about it? Can he not be like, oh, keep it, keep it for another fifty years or something, so they have a time slot? Well, they they they, ha they do say for as long as it will hold. No. Oh, you get the feeling that after some extensive testing, about a year is about as long as that the wick can hold. Alright. That's not as, as as we're probably all trying to leave the room now after our loot, I guess. I'm just gonna talk, go to the council members and tell them that you guys should probably invest in a portal leading to the surface somewhere safe, or at least have a backup somewhere in case one day the relic fails or it's stolen. Wouldn't that just break the laws of physics by putting a portal underneath the flooded ocean? Oh, you can put a portal But it's inside an it's inside a, a, like an air pocket. Yeah, but it's there in case it, it gets flooded. If that portal gets flooded, all it's going to do is make a new river. Well, that's... Magic, magic's weird sometimes. <laughs> they would close it, obviously. I mean, they would put it in something where it, or... like... Semantics, man, semantics. Uh, the, 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 the counter response to you says, uh, we have fail-safes in case of uh, flooding. We we have things we can do to, to survive for as long as we can. But thank you for your concern. So, uh, no you guys have got the relic, you've got your money. Uh, you want to head out now? I'm... Paco's going to head out a little earlier than most. He... I'm going to, I'm going to head out and I'm going to make my way back to the old man because he still has a promise he needs to keep. Uh, so, Ayana, you're going to... Uh, yes. You want to talk to your father real quick? Yeah. So uh, they're all getting ready to depart. 
Um, and you you you, uh, you approach your father, and what exactly do you say to him? Um, hello, father. Um, where's where's mother? Is she still working, or? Uh, yes. Uh, she she's been very busy. And uh, and my brother. Uh, he's still busy running the shop. Right. Um. I uh wanted to ask you. Could I go travel with them for some time? I want to go see the outside world, and yes. you actually have a chance to do that. I was born and raised here, Ayana, and I, as much as I want you to go out and grow and be your own person, I have to tell you that I'll be extremely worried, but I cannot stop you from doing this. And uh, he gives you a hug and says, don't worry, I'll try my best to explain it to Tora and your brother. Thank you. And she, she hugs him back. Uh, so you, you meet them on the platform. Uh, do you explain to them that you want to be traveling with them for a bit? Yep. Uh, and you guys are okay with this, I'm assuming? Well, Paco's gone. I don't, th- I don't, think, I don't think I have a say much in this. I kind of, I was kind of a random person that just touts myself as well, so. Yeah, we're kind of known for just picking up stray people and just taking them, so I don't think anybody's going to complain. We use them to spam boss fights with NPCs. Uh, So, since everyone has these necklaces around their necks that that you've noticed. I can can fix that. I'm going to ask I was was just going to say, Kuro gives her his... Because he's got the cloak of water breathing, so he'll be fine. Hey, he does have that. Okay. So yeah, you get Kuro's necklace of water breathing. He's a, he's a little wolf boy. I don't know if that's like surprised you at all. He he's like a werewolf, but like werewolf surprisingly tame. You've not met him, his, his his player yet, but yeah, uh, he's real cute. I'll send you Casey's art of him. Uh, Aww. In a minute. Werewolf puppy. Uh, so you guys make your way back to the surface, uh, and you, uh, you go back to the hut that the old hermit is in, and he's just like, I see you were successful. How'd the tournament go? Well, well, to be honest, the last opponent was a lot easier than I expected. Oh, was, was, uh, the great oligarch, the raider, uh, has, has he let his guard down? No, I think I just surprised him. Anyway, you wanted to ask me a, a question, uh, and he leads yeah. you back to the to the room where it's it's private for you two. Uh, I hear that you dropped this time. But yeah, uh, so what is the question you want to ask him again? Because I, I seem to have forgotten. So to, to refresh your mind, the first question I asked when we first got to him was who who was responsible for the destruction of his family, which you said was the god. Uh, Pete, or at least that's what it seems like, and that he uses people to do it. The second, que- the second question I asked, they say he was going to answer was, "Do I know the person responsible, the person, person?" Ah, yes, yes, I remember now. So, you wanted to know if you knew the person responsible. You might not be ready to hear this answer because he is a man that 
you have looked up to for a long time. This is the man who introduced you to the Black Hand. Uh, and I'm assuming with that revelation, you're shocked? I I'm a little shocked, but I'm not, he's not fully surprised. End of expected he, it. He's he was it's it's a thought it's a theory he had in mind that the person he knew was responsible. So he's not fully surprised, but he is a little bit shocked and disappointed to find that out. <laughs> okay, uh, Nick, you're not doing too great after swimming through that pretty much entire ocean with a broken leg. Uh, so uh, T actually pulls you aside. Yeah. Uh, well, Greg checks on Ayana to see it, like how she's doing. Uh, she's just staring at the stars, by the way, because it's the middle of the night and she's never seen stars before. I, I yeah. think that's a fair something to say. Yeah, she's probably never seen the sky in general. She's probably never seen the sky in general. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen water. Seen the moon. I've, I've only seen water. Like, is she like a dwarf in Dragon Age? First time without a roof, so she's afraid she'll fall <laughs> up into the sky. Huh. Yeah. What's this? What's this? Uh, yeah, you, you guys, um... Uh, I honestly just there. And Greg, like, walked up to you, and, like, he he wraps uh his apron around you because you're cold. He just kind of uses it as a towel. Because you just fucking came out of the water. Yeah. Uh, and Kuro's off panicking because he's got that fear of water. Uh, yeah. but, but T pulls you aside, Nick. <laughs> But T pulls you aside, Nick, and uh, she says, Hey, not many people know what it's like to have ties somewhere else while out adventuring, but, you know, me and me and school have been a thing for a bit, and every day we out, we're out adventuring, I'm worried that it'll be the, the last time I saw him will be the last time, you know? And you have a, a I don't know if you're married or if you're dating, I don't actually know that much about uh, your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Uh, I believe her name was Jennifer. That's what we agreed on. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. And then, and then she says, um, "But you also have a son." A after today, I think it might be time for you to give up your life of adventure, Nick. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Just retire, Boomer. And here I thought you were going to murder him with a rock. Oh, bite me. Oh, really I'm not going to deprive him of a happy ending. <laughs> we all saw Oh, he's going to die by a rock. Yeah, I don't think I want to die by a rock or anything like that either. I think I'm kind of done with this. I wasn't just going to drop Plus, a rock on him gold. and not even give him a chance to save. I thought that it was going to be a literal rocks fall, everyone dies kind of situation. He he's. I mean, that would have he, been, he, he that gets, been great. Retired. I wouldn't have been mad with that, but I I couldn't tell if that was Mitch's plan or not. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I actually have something written here. Uh, before we wrap up I this have episode, I have nine hundred gold now. So. Uh, but before we wrap up this episode, there's something I want to write. Or I want to read real quick. Um, see Nick, and it's several days later. Uh, and we see him enter the home he now shares with Jennifer, uh, his half elf girlfriend. We see young quarter orc, quarter elf, half human son Jack. He's almost a year old now. 
Nick sets down Clarence on the sword rack above his child's reach. Uh, and he laid eyes upon Jennifer again. And he knew, finally, that he'd not leave her again. That's the end of Nick. He's retired. Yay! Oh, cool. What a run! That's a mimic you have in the house now, sir. <laughs> He's a good mimic. He's a good boy. Oh, yeah, Elena. Well, I'll tell you about uh, Clarence when we're, uh, when we're done recording. But, uh, yeah, uh, next time we record, Nick will have a new character. And I'm not going to be DMing the next part. God, I'm getting your... We're passing that prestigious honor off onto Ben. Because I want to just play Dungeons & Dragons. For I'm going to botch this so hard. It's okay. Whatever you fuck up, I can write. <laughs> yeah! make it harder for you. Alright, so, so you're telling so me I can murder you all and it'll be fine. You can try. You can try. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, my headphone was still buzzing, right. sorry.